Ever feel unable to focus, tired, and just low on energy? We understand that feeling. We understand it so well that the Sports and the World Podcast is brought to you by the Couch Guys Sports Network and sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boost when you need it most while ensuring to avoid the jitters after too much caffeine consumption. Head over to www.shockenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN today for 10% off your order. Check out their green apple flavor box or even their watermelon flavor box. Oh, and don't worry, they ship worldwide. That's right, worldwide. Get your shocked energy today and let us help you gain your focus and energy back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to us and how you're listening to us. Thank you for making the sports and the world podcast a part of your day. I'm Ladarius, and I hope all of you are well and safe out there. Uh, I gave myself a bye week last week, so I hope all of you are, were well and safe. Lots of things have happened both in sports and in the world. And before we get kick-started, uh, just thinking of Ukraine and saying prayers for those for those over there fighting to defend their country. Just sending prayers out to the people of the Ukraine. Now, with that being said, let's dive in. Now, I want to talk baseball. Obviously, there's no games on the horizon. But I want to talk about baseball in this lockout because I wrote an article for Couch Guy Sports last week. And I talked about... You know, baseball needs to fire Rod Manfred, but I don't want to put the cart before the horse here. So I just want to talk about what's going on here. Because it essentially feels to me that obviously, obviously, this is about money, first and foremost, whether we want to talk about that or not. There's a huge gap in a lot of numbers here. But here's the thing when we talk about baseball, we in any sport, we're going to talk about the revenue. Because it feels like the biggest argument is that the owners are not willing to budge on what the players' demands are. And it's always the argument of revenues, we lost money. Here's here's the thing. In 2020, every sport lost money because of of COVID and playing in empty stadiums. Vendors lost a lot of money. So let's be clear. Baseball is not exempt from the fact that, well, we lost a billion because they still made money that year. Thanks to having, you know, the World Series, having fans there and team revenue, TV revenue and things of that nature, which we'll all get into in a minute. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with baseball and the revenue. The revenue has increased by an average of 8% per year since 2002. Now, the reason why I say this is to say this. Now, the proposed luxury tax hold 
increase from 2022 to 2026 from the owner side is just four and a half percent total not per year total that's important now in 2019 mlb revenue was a record 10.7 billion dollars billion with a b that year and then you follow up the next year in september 2020 Major League Baseball and Turner Sports reached a seven-year, $3.75 billion TV contract rights extension, which was a 65% increase from a previous deal between the two sides. So there's more money, but here's the thing. In May of last year, baseball reached a seven-year, $3.85 billion deal in total with Disney. And both of those contracts, both of those deals were both Turner Sports and Disney or any ESPN were set to start this year. So there was going to be money. There was going to be revenue once again. Now, when you hear the owners or you hear Rob Manfred up there talking, essentially saying we couldn't get a deal done. It feels like what the players are asking for is no different than what we saw with the CBAs with the NFL and the NBA because look they all make money look at the big time contracts with the NFL with Fox, CBS ESPN and down the road there's going to be more money in the NBA look at the deal they signed with TNT with Turner Sports ESPN there's money, there's billions of money out so if the players want a bigger piece of the chunk this is not about player greed as it is about the owner's reluctance to to essentially help, to, to essentially equate it out for the players. Because from the narrative that I've been reading, and I can't speak for everyone, because listen, as someone who writes, who writes for Couch Guy Sports, I write for Sports Kid, I write for you know Pro Football, I write for Beyond Women's Sports, shout out to them. I understand when you write from perspective. And that perspective is important. But a lot of what I've read and what I've been reading, it's giving off the vibes as though the players are being greedy. When in reality, the players, the the MLBPA is seeing the same numbers that we're seeing. So they're seeing these same numbers like, hey, baseball's growing. They're not saying, hey, let's put more money in the pot. Listen, they're trying to help players, you know, minor league players. This is not about player greed. Because MLB contracts are, listen, name a sport, listen, you, I want to talk about exorbitant, the issue is not exorbitant contracts. It just feels that on this side of the spectrum, we're talking about, oh, well, look at, I think of a Max Scherzer driving up in a Porsche. Or, you know, what are the owners coming up in? I think uh, someone had posted on Twitter, I think a good friend of mine, Jeff is like he posted it up there. Like, what do you think the owners are coming come are coming in? And I said, well, you know what? Gold plated hovercrafts. What's the difference in what you arrive in? The owners are obviously the richer people in this situation. So I, I, I don't want to hear that narrative. Here's the problem. And I'm circling back to Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred took this job in 2015 from a retiring Bud Seelick. Now, back in 1994, Bud Selig dealt with a strike. 
And that strike lasted 232 days. That's how long it lasted. Now, I'm going to take you guys on a quote from Rob Manfred himself from December 2nd, 2021, which is the which is a big reason why I hold him responsible. So this is what he said. He said, we made the mistake of playing without a CBA in 1994 and it hurt our fans and clubs dearly. We will not make that same mistake again. Let me reread that to you again. Cause I may have stumbled over it. We made the mistake of playing without a CBA in 1994 and it cost our fans and clubs dearly. We will not make that same mistake again. His words. So he made it seem like, well, we want to get something done, but you could have fooled me because listen, games are going to get canceled. Listen, we lost a whole season of baseball and part of another season, 94, 95. I don't want to hear this narrative that when I see on Twitter, oh, the players should just take the deal. No. Why should you have to settle when you know that there's more on the table? That's it's I don't, I don't like to say things are stupid, but it's terrible logic. It's absolute terrible logic. If you go to your job, that's like basically saying you go to your job and you want to raise and you, and you and you tell them you shouldn't go for a raise at your job. Well, you know, the company that record profits. So, you know, they're making money and you may want to raise. What's wrong with that? But not only that, but this is not about that. This is about this CBA. It's essentially geared toward helping minor league players. It's about helping people get more money that who otherwise would not make the money they make. We could sit here and talk about the player wealth, but the owners are wealthier. They're much more wealthy. You can't own a team if you're not wealthy. Okay, let's let's just be super clear on that. My biggest issue with baseball is Rob Manfred and the owners. Because when Rob Manfred, he is giving off the vibe that essentially, well, it's the player's fault because they should have took, you know, this take our deal. No. And they we're not talking they're they're a couple of million off. There are tens of millions of dollars off on a lot, on a number of things. Going back to the point, listen, revenue was up an average of 8%. Don't you think the players know that? Baseball has always made money. Maybe not MLB, you know, excuse me, not NFL or NBA money, but it's made money. And yet when you offer a tax threshold increase from 20, from this year to 2026, a 4.5%, not per year, but in total, that's a slap in the face. That's a slap in the face. And then, as I alluded to, you made $10.7 billion three years ago. Your revenues have steadily increased 8% since 2002. Say what you want to say about Bud Selig. The whole PED, how you handle that time in the you know, in the all-star game, however you, however you want to make feel about Bud Seeley. Baseball was prosperous under Bud Seeley. So 
so baseball made money. So there was an in, this was going to happen. This was an issue, obviously before this year. But when you say statements like, and this is the key words, we will not make that same mistake again, like in 1994. Well, guess what, America? And guess what, world? This is 1994 for Major League Baseball. Period. And at the end of the day, don't let people fool you when they tell you that, oh, it's, no, it's the same thing. That if it lasted 232 days, how far apart they are. Listen, if, if nothing is done by the end of March, forget baseball. Forget it. And Rob Manfred shouldn't have a job because of that statement. We, referring to baseball, a sport that you're the commissioner of, you said you made the mistake playing without a CBA. So you wanted to get this CBA and you didn't want to make that mistake again, but here we are again. Now there's no baseball. When there's record revenue, TV deals that were supposed to kick in if we're gonna play this year. So all the, the players wanted the same thing that the NBA players want. They saw that money from TNT and ESPN. NFL players saw that money from, from all the TV deals from Fox and CBS and NBC. Everybody's making money. What's the problem? It's greed. And before I end this point, I'm going to leave you with this. Pride before destruction. That's for Rob Manfred. Put that pride to the side. What the players are asking for is not outlandish. I don't care what kind of cars they drive. Don't make it about, oh, well, they have money. They don't need me more. Stop it. Let's have, let's, do you see Rob Manfred driving up in a, in a Dodge pickup truck? No, you probably don't. So let's end that narrative there. So before we transition on, I want to talk about another situation tied to the CBA. You know, one of the things that's important to talk about, and, and it's a passion of mine, is women's sports. And I have these conversations on my Twitter. Like I said, I write for Beyond Women's Sports. I, and, you know, you can check out my social media at Ladares underscore Brown on Twitter. Ladares double underscore to Brown. Score to Brown. Score Brown on Instagram. So I want to dive right into the, NBA, the WNBA here. It's all with the New York Clippers. They were fined a half a million dollars, which was initially a million dollar fine but was rescinded down to half a million on appeal for violating the CBA for chartering flights for the team. Now, in the CBA, the current CBA, it states that teams are to fly commercial to road games and players must receive premium economy seats if available, per the USA Today. Here's the thing. They actually put the option of terminating the franchise because of this. They're one of the, the three other original eight teams that are still in existence in the league, along with the Los Angeles Sparks and the Phoenix Mercury. You were going to get rid of a stalwart franchise over this. 
And here's the kicker. The team made a proposal to make charter flights standard travel in the league, but did not get the support to be approved. So who do we blame here? People say, oh, we'll blame Danika Agumaqua. No, I don't blame her. It's easy. See, listen, we can find fault with people here. But here's the here's the core of the problem. This is not the first occurrence of this being an issue. Listen, Liz Cambridge, and those who know me, listen, I'm a huge Seattle Storm fan, but I love me some Liz. And I said this on a previous episode. We missed the message because of the messenger. Remember the whole incident between Liz Cambridge, between Liz Cambridge and and Holly Rove ESPN. And it kind of got the wheel spinning on that. Where it kind of felt like, as much as I love Holly Rove, it felt like Holly was, it felt like was defending the salary of Becky Hammond, who's set to make a million dollars this year as the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces. So, to Liz's point, the coach is making more than the player. You don't see that in a lot of sports where every single player is making more money is every single player is making less money than the head coach. Now, in the NFL, you may see that depending on the coach. You may see it in the NBA. But in the WNBA, to Liz's point, it should not be commonplace. And she made the point again when she signed with the Sparks that she had to pay for her own upgrades to games. And this feels like an issue that it should not be a conversation, but it has to be a conversation. Because I don't want to hear this narrative about, oh, will the rip stop it? We're punishing a team for trying to help their team. And mind you, not every owner has the money that the Liberty owners have. There's not a lot. Mark Davis, who owns who owns the Aces. He also owns the Raiders. Not everybody has that type of money. But what the Liberty was trying to do was trying to make those charter flights standard. That's but they were rejected and they listen I don't care what their win-loss record what's important to understand here is is that you're asking talented people talented women to ride commercial to road games and premium economy if available if it's available if it's not available you gotta sell it for commercial how can you say you value your players with this and people say, oh, well, the money's not that. Stop. Stop. Listen, I don't, you, you can choose which side to blame here, but I, I, I've always stood by what, by what Liz Cambridge said. And I'll forever stand by that. Because at the end of the day, how can you value your player? Listen, this is why players have to go overseas to make more money than what they do here. But down the road, the WBA is going to stop doing that, allowing players to go overseas. So what? So what's going to happen? And the sport that I cover for Beyond Women's Sports, you know, athletes unlimited for AU hoops, 
listen, I love what they're doing there. I wrote a piece for them. Check that out as well. Beyond Women Sports. Check that out. Just put, pumping all the stuff out there. Why not? <laughs> so, what are we going to do here? Because we're asking talented players like Super. We're asking Diana Taurasi. We're asking Asia Wilson. We're asking Liz Cambridge. We're asking the most, some of the most the talented women in the world to, to ride commercial. Listen, it's, it's saddening and it's heartbreaking that here we are, 2022, progress. Let me tell you about progress. Progress moves slowly, but for the WNBA, this is a problem. And I love the WNBA. Been watching it 20 years, for 20 years. Watching it since I was a teenager, a little bit younger than that. I love this. I love this league. But one of the biggest issues that I have is this: It's like you cannot tell me that this is okay. This is not okay. And here's the thing. On the CBA, you shouldn't say, oh, oh yeah? Well, you want these charter flights? Well, then you got to take... That's ridiculous. Like, get that narrative off the table. Shouldn't be an issue. So, listen. So far, we talked about two CBAs. Listen, far from a CBA expert. I'd love to have one on the show, and I might try to get one. But when you look at the situations in Major League Baseball and the WNBA with the CBAs, you have one league who can't reach one. And you have another league who needs to somehow fix the one that they have. Because it's not. And that, once again, I am not blaming Nanika Ogumakwe. Sorry for, for butchering the name. I don't want you know, I don't want people. But something has to be done. That's the Engelbert. The, Something has to be done about that. Something has to be fixed because this makes no sense. To be riding commercial. I'm not saying that, you know, I feel like do better. If you respect these players the way that you say that you do, you could definitely do better. I guess is my roundabout point. So, before we put a button on this, just a reminder, you can check out this episode and every episode of the Sports and the World Podcast on Apple Spotify, Google, on the Couch Guy Sports Network, Podcast Network, and wherever you get your podcast as well. Once again, follow me on social media at Ladares underscore Brown on Twitter, at Ladares double underscore Brown on Instagram. Check out the Sports of the World Facebook page with polls, questions, leave thoughts, comments, reviews. And once again, hey, I'm opening up the mailbag. Drop some questions for me if you want. And, you know, I'll dedicate a whole segment because I want to hear from you guys because I value your opinion. You know, your thoughts on Major League Baseball, the WNBA, and even the next topic, which will be in Brown's big picture, WWE. Now, the reason why I wanted to put this in Brown's big picture, and I was inspired, and, and I'm not afraid to admit that I was, you know, listen, I don't want to be the person to not give credit where credit is due. Stephanie Hypes, check her out on Worked with Steph and Steph. Excellent podcast. Great stuff. If you love wrestling like I do, you'll love it. It's 
one of the things I want to say is that, listen, when you talk about the things that you love, it doesn't feel like work. And I think when you hear Stephanie Heights talk about wrestling, it feels that way. So check out her amazing content there as well. And she brought this idea about having a mid-card belt at WWE. And to me, that's a fantastic idea. Because here's the thing. It helps women like a Liv Morgan, a Dewdrop, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Asich, anybody. It helps. Because think about this. It feels like right now in the women's division where everyone, you're, you know, like one universal belt. It's the women's championship on both Raw and SmackDown. And it's, but if you throw in like a intercontinental or U.S. title S belt, imagine how competitive it'll be. It, just think about that. Because Liv Morgan, who, boom, they gave her her shot. Dewdrop, who deserved, you know, listen, they've gotten shot to to be champion. But let's face the facts. Ain't nobody knocking Becky Lynch off the pedestal to me, but Bianca Belair. So, let's, let's keep that in mind. Just waiting on my Bianca Belair shirt as well. But, back to the point. The point is this. Imagine if you had a, like, look at what it did for the men's, like, look, look at the current Intercontinental and the U.S. Champion. The current Intercontinental Champion is Sami Zayn. There's a program. He's going to fight Johnny Knoxville. Do I agree with that? <laughs> they don't pay me to write about it. I'm not a... Listen, uh, no. So, I ain't going to get into that. That's part for a future episode. But, and you look on, well, who's the U.S. Champion? Well, now, you kind of look at it, you go, well, it's Finn Balor. So, now... You, there's intrigue. There's intrigue in having a mid-card belt because you're getting more competitive. The guys that you thought were useless, hey, we can compete for these mid-card belts. We don't always have to be shooting to be world champion. And for the women's division, it just feels like all these women are going for one singles title. If you have a mid-card belt, imagine the feuds and the, just imagine, like I said, I can envision a Liv Morgan or a Dewdrop as say the women's intercontinental champion or women's US champion. If you put that on the listen, we have to understand. When you look at WrestleMania set, what are these what are these other talented women going to do at WrestleMania? I understand there's only so many matches and so many you know matches you can put on the card, and I get that. But imagine introducing a women's intercontinental for for Raw, no, excuse me, for SmackDown, and a U.S. a women's U.S. title for, for Raw. Imagine that a U.S. women's title for the women's division on Raw, and a women's intercontinental title for the women's SmackDown. Think about that, and, and, and I argue maybe women you wouldn't have to get like listen Tony Storm walking off. Because there was nothing left for her. Because she knew that, okay, we gave her a shot. There was nothing else left for her to do. But you can keep people intrigued. You don't have to lose talented women. Like, listen, look at AEW. That TBS title is kind of the equivalent of an Intercontinental US title. And look how many challengers Jade Carter has. Good matches. And I love me some Jade Carter, folks. Let me tell you. Once again, that's a whole different subject for a whole nother day. I'm going to say this in closing. Understand this. 
in order to maximize the talent, you have to also maximize the opportunities. And I feel WWE is minimizing those opportunities. Give these women a belt. Listen, am I saying the tag team belts? Listen, they've helped, but you got to have tag teams. And I feel that NXT, the women, is much more deeper in that respect. So having a singles title there, it can only do wonders. It's not going to feel watered down because as I, as I alluded to earlier, it can only help a, a live more than a do drop. It helps them. It builds them. Cause listen, I, I'm not defending AEW here, but that TBS title. And then you throw in the win. Look at what's going on. It's making the women's division. interesting. There's more women in the back that can challenge for belts in a singles capacity. Now, because listen, everyone doesn't have to go for Dr. Britt Baker. By the way, go Thunder Rosa. So, everyone's going after Jade Car. You can go after Jade Cargill too. So, I'm just telling WWE to keep that in mind because you have so many talented women on your roster. And, I, and I'll always forever keep saying their names Liv Morgan, Dudra, Rhea Ripley, Nikki ASH, Bianca Belair. You know, imagine, think about this. Imagine putting that belt on someone like a Bailey. Think about that. And think or live. I might need to get Stephanie Hype to get on this show. Because I really want to peel back and delve deeper into that. To so many potential if you have that mid-card belt. But until we peel that back again, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this episode of the Sports and the World Podcast. And once again, check us out on all social media. Check back on TikTok as well, where there's underscore Brown as well. I post, you know, little videos and previews, getting back into the swing of that. And just comments, you know, thoughts that come in my mind there as well. But folks, until I, until you hear me again, I'm Ladarius. Be real, be you, be blessed. And more importantly, be safe from all of us here from the Sports and the World Podcast. The Sports and the World Podcast is brought to you by Exogun. Ever do a workout and feel like you need a massage after? Well, get your massage without leaving the house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it. Work, the gym, the trail, and put the power of percussion massage treatment in your hands. It's portable, adjustable, and powerful. Exogun is trusted by the pros to deliver the ultimate in recovery. Like we said before, you can even use it for percussion therapy. What is percussion therapy? Percussion therapy boosts muscle function and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid, concentrated, pulsating strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with Exogun. Get 10% off with code CGS10 at checkout. Comes with a charger and carrying case. Go get your Exogun today and treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice.